Good everybody. It's uh, nine-ish. It's something. It's close. Look, man, I worked 12 hours today. I didn't need nothing. I, I, I got, I got no, no time for this business, but here we are anyway. Uh, you know who, what didn't work 12 hours today is our resident shiftless layabout, Racktime Rob. Uh, for, I got to go back to work Monday. Right, for, for another <laughs> couple of days anyway. But um, anyways, he spent his afternoon at the Hasbro Roundtable Media event. And, and we'll tell you all about that once you're done listening to our kick-ass theme song. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind, special edition 78. Is that what we said it was? Yes. All right, 78. Hey, I can remember for 15 minutes. The, the <laughs> goldfish skills of are not gone yet. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, joining me here, Empty House, Joe Colton and Mark Weber have the night off. But Racktime Rob went to work today, so he's he's got to work tonight, too. I was earning my junior Buckeye Newshound Award. That's right. <laughs> and uh, remember, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, go ahead and give us some kind of a, a a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. If you're watching us on the YouTubes, and really that's the way you can help us the most is to watch us on the YouTubes. Uh, but go ahead, like our video, subscribe to our channel, and and we'll give you a show about every week. How about that? Sound good? Sounds good. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, clearly, you've never seen the show before. No. What do you think? I'm sitting on it. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> it's a very Joe Colton attitude. Yes. <laughs> so, but yes, I, we are We are here. We are We are going to imbibe celebratory yoo-hoos as the, as the show goes on. We'll, uh, we'll let Racktime Rob uh, go down... The uh, the presentation we we don't have a ton of visual aids uh, again I'm literally running in after a, a twelve hour workday so there was not a whole lot of production put into this uh, but Rob's going to talk about what was what was going on uh, on the media event he will give us his two questions that he was able to ask directly uh, to Emily and Lenny and, and then we will get into uh, some some of the other fan questions or or, or show questions from from other programs um we don't have to talk about them by name because they ain't sponsoring us not like the fine folks at kokomo toys and i didn't write down who asked them anyway so right and, you know, who's, who's <laughs> so um sorry guys no disrespect right. intended it's all right it's all right i'm sure no. they're not writing down my questions agent chuckle says uh, try the peanut butter whiskey with the yoohoo uh, that peanut butter whiskey, what's left of it has been there a while. I kind of need to finish that up or, or or dump it down the sink at this point. But not, not a bad a idea. Good, not going to make a good gravy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. 
But um, so Rob, go ahead, kick us off. Uh, so about one thirty today, mm-hmm. you were there, and the whole gang had had gathered. Yes, that was probably about a dozen, you know, GI Joe websites, news outlets going. Uh, they start off with a quick recap of the Comic Con panel. Just went through the slides and uh, figures that they gave us the the digital mock-ups for uh, rock and roll torpedo copperhead shipwreck uh, showed uh, the, you know, went over Serpentor again and Serpentor is going to come up a bunch in the, uh, in the questions. Okay. Uh, Serpentor, uh, this just said they did clarify though, that Serpentor is going to be um, a pre-order as opposed to last year's Zartan where we ordered it and got Zartan about a week later. Um, He's more of a pre-order. We're going to get Serpentor. We'll get him probably about the end of the year. So it's pretty far along in production, but not quite where Zartan was. Uh, Sean Russell with the point of, of the early going, two yahoos with you. With yahoos. Yeah, that, that, that is a very good point. Well done. <laughs> uh, the questions, kind of, we went through... Uh, a round of questions each and then back in for another round. Uh, so everybody got one question each. Uh, moderator kind of kept an eye on time, making sure that uh, we didn't ramble on too much. Because uh, L- L- Lenny and Emily, yeah, God bless them, they're, they're real chatty. Like I said, they're very personable, which is great. So they were, we were even hanging out a little bit um, afterwards, just talking about nonsense. And we also went over our icebreakers of uh, which ice cream uh, is our favorite flavor. But a lot of winners for mint chocolate chip. Leave your favorite ice cream flavor in the comments below. <laughs> uh, in terms of my, the questions that I asked, I asked questions kind of just trying to get a feel of where the line might be going down the future as much as they could tell. Hasbro plays their stuff pretty close to the, to the vest. Doesn't like, they don't like to comment on things that they may be working on. But um, My first question I went with, was uh, going back to the very beginning of Classified, you know, before either I think uh, Lenny and Emily were there, or you know, in the positions that way they are now. Um, we were told that there would be characters introduced in mission-specific gear, and then that was when they announced the Amazon exclusive Arctic Attack Storm Shadow, which we all know is really just Ninja Force Storm Shadow. But I asked, is there are there any plans for? Joe's with mission-specific gear, like an Arctic Duke, a Desert Snake Eyes type of thing. Uh, again, no specifics, but they say something like that could be on the table. I think that's a good way to get those characters kind of back into the line. I, I think when you have prominent characters like that, rather than doing you know reissues, hammering down the same version, it's right. a good way to get. And GI Joe's a line that lends itself to it, as opposed to you know coming up with a ridiculous you know super street luge Batman. Sure, sure. We, yeah. we don't need to keep redesigning the wheel, right? Like, if you yeah. come up with the great Snake Eyes, you don't necessarily need to come up with another great Snake Eyes. Just come up with Snake Eyes in some Arctic gear. Yeah. Uh, my second question had to do with uh, the range of characters that we could be seeing. Since we've got Kamakura, again, Amazon exclusive, and he's a a character introduced after the, the vintage era was done, but still a part of that world since he came into the devil's new comics. Could we see more characters like that? 
I use specifically characters that actually did appear in the your Valid versus Venom toy lines and uh, Spy Troops, Bomb Strike and Blackout. And they said they're very open to going the whole range of Joe characters you know, throughout the history of real American hero and those types of characters, and also possibly even getting into some new characters. But they did feel that they had to hit a lot of the favorites early to give the line traction. So They better get version two zap out there is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, there was much discussion of Ice Cream Soldier. And don't hold your breath for Ice Cream Soldier. <laughs> But he was he was only kind of mentioned just as offhand, you know, kind of joking. But Malcolm Zenith is drinking his Orange Dreamsicle ice cream shake right now. That is the ice cream soldier beverage. Mm. Come on. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyways. So you have a, a pages upon pages of notes. I got three pages of notes. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Give us your bullet points, man. All right. That's what people want to see. That's what people are here to hear. All right, as I mentioned, Serpentor, uh, a pre-order available by the end of the year, available after during PulseCon, made in about the same quantities as Dr. Mindbender. Which so would be kind of a lot. Yeah, kind of a lot, but still, Mindbender sold pretty fast. So I don't think Serpentor is going to be hanging around too long at PulseCon. Okay. They figured anyone who wanted a Mindbender would also want a Serpentor. Um, and the other thing is they did say this, they did not give us a price point on Serpender, but they did say he was going to be quite a bit more because of the air chariot and the air chariot is a good size. <coughs> Pardon me. No. Uh, we got a comparison. Lenny held that up next to the Ram and it's much bigger than the Ram. A lot more plastic there. And in terms of the height, uh, stood a regular, the Cobra officer figure. Uh, classified figure next to the air chariot, and it, it's about as tall as the Cobra officer. So it's going to be quite a big piece of equipment that Serpentor is going to be riding on. All right. Uh, question about the retro carded Crimson Guardsman if he was going to be made in bigger quantities because he's a troop builder, and they said they'd say, Yeah, we're, they're making more of him than some of the others because he's a troop builder, and they expected people to buy multiple yeah. speaking of the other retro line the o-ring uh specifically somebody asked about the o-ring the o-ring retro collection because of the the new loophole in hasbro's uh packaging guidelines where they are making an exception in the no plastic rule for retro carded vintage looking items you know to complete that nostalgic feel because that's a main selling point of those lines uh because that was out they didn't plan on retro for 2023 uh but that could put it back on the table for 2024 okay so we're gonna get a big old sky sky striker at the end of 2023 when that should ship out about the middle of 2023 if i remember correctly yeah and then nothing yeah but time maybe that mm. won't be too too long a wait uh, hopefully there might even they didn't mention anything about what could be announced at pulsecon um 
so there might be maybe the last bit of surprises for the O-ring line maybe announced at PulseCon, but that's pure speculation on my part. Like I said, nothing was mentioned during the roundtable. Was was anything alluded to, like, oh, we can't talk about that, or just not not mentioned at all? Just just didn't come up, I think, more than anything else. And there might not be, because I, like I said, when they talked about the retro line, they didn't, and, and that might be them, again, just playing, you know, the cards close to the vest and not wanting to tip anything off. All right. So keep going with your bullet points. All right. Uh, they got asked about, they're very happy with their Super 7 collaborations, and their favorite stuff is really along the lines of the clothing, the merchandising that goes along besides the figures. Although they mentioned, uh, Emily mentioned that she bought a couple of the glow-in-the-dark figures because she liked them. It's tough to say no to glow in the dark. I know it really is. It really is. They they visited the uh, the pop up. Yeah, they visited the 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 Cobra Recruitment Center and they 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 loved it. So, but they they really loved the t shirts, the jackets, all the stuff that the high end you know wearables that nobody else is making. So, uh, let's see. And talking about speaking of uh, vintage. Not vintage, but deluxe figures. Mindbender sold really, really well. They've blown through the three, <laughs> the three times more of than they made of him than of Zartan. So, and in fact, uh, that's basically where they put. They mentioned that the uh, manu- where they manufactured Mindbender is like their nor- their usual limit for where they would manufacture an exclusive like that. So if they wanted to make more or if they wanted to do one for next year, they'd probably be going over their usual cap, but they also said they're willing to do that because they think it would sell. All right. Good. Good. You know, if you got a hot property, right. Money off of it. Time to start treating this hot property like a hot property. Yeah. They also, along the lines, just keeping on the Mindbender thing, a theme, they're not averse to doing a Mindbender re-release sometime down the line in the future. Because it did prove to be so popular. Uh, They can have him come with the the weight set that came with that uh, bodybuilder cat figure from Fortnite. Yeah. (laughs) That'll work. Uh, but they, away do, the abs. they have had they have had a moratorium on re-releases for any figure over this last year, just simply because of the shipping difficulty they've been having. They wanted to make sure that they were getting their new stuff out and didn't want to further complicate things with more refreshes of old stuff. Right. As those shipping issues ease or you find their ways around them, we may see more re-releases of older figures. If there's anybody out there who missed out, you know, on anything. You may get another shot. All right. They seem to also to uh, be generally happy with the uh, with the QR code. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know there's some people who have issues with the QR code, but... <laughs> I'm just wondering if anybody actually used the QR code. Exactly. But the, the, the whole idea That's behind it, though... Their whole idea behind it wasn't so, you know, to make sure that there was any kind of caps or anything like that on the sales, but just so that people could 
enjoy more of their con experience and not have to wait online. Oh, okay. And so, do nothing but wait online and then get disappointed because the thing's sold out anyway. I got you. Okay, I got you. I got what you what you mean. Yeah, and, and that was their whole point of 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 doing the QR code to begin with. No, that from that standpoint, it's it's a great plan. Yeah, and I I I think that's really a good play. Yeah, so much of San Diego, and again, speaking from somebody who's never been. Granted, take yeah. so take with a grain of salt, but really, the desire to go to San Diego just isn't there because I don't want to spend spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars to go and 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 stand in line inside. and be disappointed right just or yeah. just just even if i'm not disappointed i mean i'm i'm not even going on a on a on a ride at disney for that four hours in line i'm 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 getting an action figure well That's remember just, remember the joke uh, on lines yeah that first night where everybody's picking up their sets and going sure. to the store all right yeah those lines are a walk in the park to most of the lines at San Diego, especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to get an exclusive. You know, mm-hmm. just from watching some of the other videos from other people, they're talking about the Mattel line. Preview night opened at six o'clock. They had the Mattel line capped at six oh one. Right. Yeah. So right. Travis told us that last week. <laughs> so <laughs> you know. Right. His first time with them telling, oh, yeah, that's capped off already. Matthew Comstock agrees. Way too many people at the large cons. I did Dragon Con once. Never again. And here I just thought maybe you passed on Dragon Con because Joe Colton drank everybody under the table. (laughs) Joe Colton soaked up all the liquor. Right. Speaking also of QR codes, uh, someone asked a question about whether they would think about using QR codes on the boxes for file cards. Okay. Uh, which was an idea that they were very open to. And I think they mentioned that Transformers might be testing that already. They okay. may have like a tech spec or something like that available through a QR code on their on their packaging. Because that would allow them to meet the, the, the language requirements as well that Hasbro has out. You know, when you sign the QR code, you can just tap a location and, you know, if you put in United States, you're going to get it in English. You tap France, you're going to get it in French, you know, et cetera. So. Uh, Matt Rub- Rubin says that's what they're already doing on the Transformers Legacy line. Okay. So, nope. if it wor- so if it seems to work there, we may see that. No, thank you, sir. I need to read Gung Ho's file card in Swahili. Speaking of gung ho, uh, the the issue of the uh, lovely Walmart shipping was brought up. Uh, they can't change the packaging at this point, so it looks like all the way up through probably the Crimson Guard and Snake Eyes are going to have this uh, very thin card. And uh, but they are going to speak to Walmart about maybe not putting them into very squishable envelopes. It, in its in their the, the the cards defense they are easily digestible yes and these cards are easily bendable so it's good for the people this is kind of an appeal to appeal to people who might want to keep this mint on card so I can kind of understand where people are a little unhappy with the end product I mean my card is all bent up but I opened it so for me that's not that big a deal but for some people they are buying it to put on the wall or they're buying two one one to keep the one to open. Right. Uh, some right. of, I mean, you've seen, I'm sure everyone's seen the pictures online of some of them in those Walmart 
uh, packages just coming. I look like they've been stepped on the bubbles or crimped in and things like that. And that, then you're talking about real damage to the figure. Right. Okay. Like my card was bent up. I didn't care. I opened up the figure. The figure was fine. But if you're putting that kind of pressure on the bubble, there's some people who are, who are getting some broken figures. And that's, that's not what they're paid for. And Walmart, if they're selling you a product, they should get it to you in good condition. Right. Yeah. Matt, Matt Rubin says, I don't think the shipping issues are entirely Hasbro's fault. No, no, they're not. And really it's, it's kind of a 70, 30 deal. Yeah. Like that, that card is, is pretty flimsy. So it's going to be tough to get a really nice one. Anyway. It's going to be tough to get a nice one regardless. I, I met, I have some of these coming from the pulse. I know the pulse is going to send them in a box. Yeah. They and, may still be kind of bent up and stuff just simply because right. this card is not very flimsy. Right. They did say, Going forward, if they keep this going, you're probably looking at more of the Marvel Legends one style, which I, if you've ever bought any of the retro card of Marvel Legends, those cards could stop a bullet. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Marvel Legend retros ha do have extremely thick card backs. So the point where I'm, I'm not sure, I, I have a couple of them that I haven't opened yet. I'm not sure I can get it off with just my hands. Like I think no, I the ones that I have that I've opened up, I've had to use a, a knife. Pry them suckers off of there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of extra hands, uh, Sergeant Slaughter himself kind of commented, uh, said, "Hey, maybe our next Sergeant Slaughter figure, we have a set of hands where you know he's given a salute." Sarge himself. In Sarge on, himself. Sarge himself on, thought that was a cool idea. On the media scrum, or did he say this some, someplace else? He did this at, he told, he, he told them that at the con. Okay. Okay. Um, or at some point, but no, he was not on the, he, he was, he was not on the round table. Um, I mean, I, I'm glad they got in the, the, the important ones, you know, the, the, the ones that can hold his weapons and his, his frozen turkey size fists. Yeah, and, and Lenny said, I designed a whole bunch of hands, but you know, we had to keep the ones that we could afford to put in the package. Um, sadly, also cost cut was an iffy-bitty-ditty bag. That's, <laughs> that's borderline inexcusable if it didn't come with a little Sarge yeah. figure. Uh, let's see. Somebody also asked a question about getting, a vac getting some vac-metalized figures or at least parts of figures specifically mentioning destro okay. and his head um and lenny said from a design standpoint they would have to completely retool destro's head and probably change it around because the vac metalization does not adhere to the pvc that they make heads out of and those heads allow them to do great have greater detail and expression in the face sculpts so Destro sadly might not. But uh, Doug you know, just just saw the announcements and apologizes for being late. Uh, somebody in in chat, make sure he takes a lap. All right, he'll have to write on the blackboard later. <laughs> uh, but it is possible for possibly the retro carded Cobra Commander. They're looking into that and doing that on the Cobra Commander that comes with the hiss, because. Okay. There's no detail they have to sculpt in. It's just a dome, you know, that they're sticking a helmet on. Hmm. So they don't have to stick to the PVC. Right. Yeah. So Destro would probably only happen if they completely just redid the mask and made it you know, a lot simpler 
more basic looking design, maybe something along the lines of what the old figure looked like. The original O-ring. Okay. So that's a thought. Yeah. That's it. But maybe on Cobra Commander. Uh, they weren't doing a lot of comments on the retro O-ring right now. I did say it's probably off the table until 2024. Since there are other plans, their plans going forward to basically to kind of table it until they could figure out what to do with the new packaging. But now that they have that new loophole in the packaging. Their plans for 2023, of course, have to be set. So yeah, yeah. they can't throw those in right now. Yeah, we are. It's August, so they're like uh, that means plans for 2023 are at least six months old. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else uh, they talked about the two little cowls for Serpentor. If you've seen the pictures, uh, you have one that looks a little bit more real snakehead. Um, like which I believe is, is in that package right and that right there, and one that looks more like the old O-ring figure. And Lenny mentioned that he he came up with the idea of doing both cows during the sculpting phase. He was realizing if you want that kid cobra hood, the smaller hood, it, it kind of clips onto the top of the head and then into the back in the in the back peg, kind of you know, like the original did. But since it clips onto the head, then unfortunately you lose the head articulation. It becomes Michael Keaton Batman costume. <laughs> or you can't, you gotta, to turn your head, you gotta turn your whole body. That's why in this picture right here, he doesn't have that cowl on there so he could turn his head. Um, so the, the ex, extra cowl, the more retro looking cowl, is so that you can get the more retro look on Serpentor and also regain that articulation point. To, to backtrack just a little bit, Matt Rubin. Uh, doesn't understand. They released the retro O-ring two packs in plasticless packaging. Why don't they just keep doing that? They're not in plasticless packaging. They uh, they have that outside cardboard box, but when you open up that box, you go inside, and there's a carded figure in a plastic bubble. Okay. So, and in a plastic, and the stuff is in a plastic tray. Now the accessories are in a little cardboard footlock and wrapped in tissue down on the bottom. But yeah, the, the figures themselves and their main accessory are packaged in the plastic. So. Okay. What else you got, Rob? Uh, let's see. I've done a little bit of jumping. Don't jump. Just, just... Yeah. Well, some of the stuff just kind of tied together more naturally. Well, so, it could be that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, they are thinking about accessory packs. Okay. Are they uh, going for the figures? Are they going to put them in terrible colors that are almost unusable? <laughs> nobody, nobody mentioned that. Mm. Uh, they are also looking uh, in getting some of the deluxe figure packs in terms of you know where we have the animal partners, like Snake Eyes and Timber, or Crocmaster and Fiona. <laughs> Pardon me. You have you... about getting them onto brick and mortar shelves. Okay. As opposed to just being through fan channel releases, online retailers. Okay. Uh, they're, they're working on getting the uh, so maybe Scrap Iron might show up in retail as an addition to because he was said to be a deluxe figure too. 
Uh, question about fan votes for figures. Other Hasbro lines have done it. They like they like the idea, but because of the lead time, right? Uh, it does kind. Of, they, they said it does kind of ki- you know kill the enthusiasm. By the time you get the figure, we're like, wh- who voted for this? You know. So. But they they're not they're not uh, they're not averse to them. They might just you know maybe want to make a uh, an assortment. Joe Self asked, "Did either Lenny or Emily make a comment on the name of your fine fan cast?" No, and it, while we were doing the roundtable, they really didn't mention anybody's uh, anybody's uh, fan cast name or anything like that. Mm. They just called us by our actual names. Shocking. Mm. <laughs> the one, the one thing where they did was because they they had two they had two Chris's, so yeah, that then they mentioned, but so they could tell which Chris was which. Gotcha. Uh, and then, the, like I said, there was a, a decent amount of discussion about vehicles based off of the success of the Hiss tank. Okay. And uh, the distinction on what makes the Hiss tank a HasLab and why they went for the HasLab is, number one, it's it's so clearly a G.I. Joe vehicle. You're going to look at that and go, yes, that's a Joe vehicle. I remember that one. As opposed to where, you know, even the Mobad, it's a fairly iconic G.I. Joe vehicle, but it looks like a tank. Right. Um, you, it could have been a three D printed fan made tank. Yeah. Well, the the right. hiss has there, has yeah, a distinct a, look. There's a short list of of Joe vehicles that are that level of iconic, right? Yeah. And the hiss is one. The vamp is another. You, you start getting into uh, some of the other ones are very almost too realistic. Yeah. Like the the Sky Striker is obviously an iconic GI Joe vehicle, but it's an F fourteen. Yeah. So it, it's 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 both. You know the, the and for and for the Sky Striker and the O ring, they leaned so much into the F fourteenness of it. Right. But again, I think the similarity between the, the Sky Striker and the Hiss is that they're both so tricked out that this is you know the Hiss you always wanted in your dreams. Just like the Sky Striker was that Sky Striker you you know that you imagined all those special features on while you're playing with it in 1983, but right. This is, you know, made a lot, a lot more of them tangible. Um, in terms of getting vehicles to retail, it said, uh, you could do a hiss. And there was some discussion about the hiss being possibly, you know, available at retail, Good Lord. but the box, they mentioned the box, even on the hiss, which is not as large as like a Galactus or a Sentinel. Or a Unicron, is still pretty big. Yeah. So the Hiss, as they have it constructed for this Haslab, would be a huge box, and you're you just you can't get Walmart and Target to put those on the shelf. You just can't. No shoot. Yeah. yeah. But the uh, the Target by where I work, we're we're. I mean, most most of the action figure section doesn't even have full height racks like it's got those little four foot tall racks yeah that's the one that's got like the the little island of action figures it's weird it's terrible it's just, yeah it, they don't use the space they have and then they don't use even more of it when they use those those short displays um and that's why the hiss in particular the hiss is going to come fully assembled and with tampos as opposed to stickers right um 
because this is a very special project. This sure. is a really fancy. They wanted to make this thing worth the three hundred bucks. Right. There's lights in that thing. Yeah. There's light, and I God, I I don't want to be screwing in electronics. No way. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a waste of money because I would destroy it. Yeah, I would, I would screw something up. That Cobra logo would be coming out the back or something. You know, it would just be terrible. Um, Farting Cobra logos. <laughs> Cobra was here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, if you know, vehicles, not everything is on the scale of the Hiss. So, we know we're getting the trouble bubbles. Obviously, that's a much smaller vehicle. I mean, yeah. that's a vehicle on, on, online with a Ram. So, right. I, I'm thinking price point. That's not going to be that much more than Breaker in the Ram. No. Um, but other vehicles in different scales, like they, they mentioned specifically a Vamp not being quite the same scale as how they made this Hiss tank. Right. Even though they were probably in the same class of vehicle, you know, in the assortments and things like that. Right. It's not, the, it's a Jeep. The Hiss is a tank. Right. So you could get a, a vamp maybe to retail through oh. a fan channel or a you know brick and mortar without it being a huge box. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo that, but I, I at the same time I will believe it when I see it. Yeah. Like, I, I just, um, and then know, just with the... just how how uh, Walmart and Target have behaved and. In yeah. recent years, since since the the demise of Toys R Us, I a just... lot of it exactly a lot of it relies on Walmart and Target's willingness to, and they've got the Hiss tank, which you know has been very successful. But is that enough success to sway them to put this on a shelf? Right. Even if they and they said you know these these vehicles could come in a disassembled state, just like back in the old days, which might cut down on your packaging size. And again, make that a little bit more amenable to shelving, and then in some way also shipping. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I think of the old Vamp, and I see, uh, you know, it was essentially a top half and a bottom half. Yeah, um, as most things are. But um, you know, it, it's it's going to be either twice as deep or twice as wide to accommodate yeah. that. So it. it it's six to one and half dozen of the other. I, I don't know. I, I the don't toy know. industry these days favors, you know, ready out of the box. Sure, sure. So that that is something that would have to be, you know, kind of a change. Uh, Phil Donnelly is here. Uh, he doesn't know how long he'll be here. Uh, somebody make sure he takes a lap. Yep. So what else we got, Rob? That's about it. Okay. Oh, well, I Rob, most of you have Rob, seen it. Rob but... is, while Rob is winding up, everybody get your questions ready uh, in chat, and and we'll we'll have take some time and, and answer some of those too. Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Um, at at the end, the last thing they did was they did name drop two more upcoming figures. Of course, yeah. And, and if you were paying attention to us, you saw our tweets earlier today. I have not even I haven't even had a chance to put together the customary slapdash graphic. Uh, for Big Ben and the Range Viper. Yes, in case you missed it, there Range Viper and Big Ben. Yeah, I, uh, I, in in the the thumbnail for this video, I put a Night Viper because I was really in a hurry. <laughs> but you know, that's going back to yeah, you know, Range Viper is ninety, and 
I, I could Big spend Ben's my time being accurate, or I could spend my time superimposing Rob's head on a on a on a wrapper. Did I get a clock? Did I get a giant clock around my neck? No, because I don't oh, want to get sued. <laughs> we we was uh that was right off of uh, the 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 public domain images. <laughs> Just some spaghetti I, I, images. Type yeah, of. I, I have a, a <laughs> that I use. I typed in turntable, and that's the image it gave me. So yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You did not get uh you did not get the flavor flav. I'm not a flavor flav. I'm merely a diplo or something like that. <laughs> but I believe that's about it. Yeah. Uh, Torpedo Mike says classified fang would be cool, but it would be close to the size of the original dragonfly. Not necessarily. Uh, you know, that's actually not probably not a bad assessment, actually. If you're looking at uh Something with a, a believable rotor diameter. Uh, I, it, that's probably not too far off. Yeah, but again, it's a simple packaging fix because you could have those rotors all sure, 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 sure. packed in. So sure, sure, you sure. cut that size in half. But the cop, the main body of the copter itself, that was maybe you know a half, a third of the size of the dragonfly. So because it's a, it's just a little. The basis for that was. If you've ever seen the James Bond movie, you only live twice. Uh, you know, little Nelly, the little helicopter he flew around in for a scene. Uh, Joe Self says, Thanks for reporting, Rob, and posting this. Mike, hopefully, this means you might start getting those sweet Joe promotional boxes. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not in this for the swag, right? Because there's four of us. So that stuff's going to get dispersed, and nobody's going to ever have a ton of swag sitting around. Um, it's just, uh, it's nice to be a part of it simply because, um, it's news and that's what we do. Yeah. It, it, right. Right. It, like we, we've been, we've been doing this for 11 years, so it's, it's kind of nice just to get that level of recognition. Forget about anything else. But, uh, photo Viper says eel should come with a night landing. That would be kind of neat. Yeah. I'd go for that, uh, deluxe eel with night landing. Yeah, and that'd be a good fit. That'd be along the lines of Breaker and a Ram, you know. So, uh, Hooded Cobra Commander says, "When will I get my classified crystal ball?" You know, he didn't come up. <laughs> yeah, you know, amazing how that. Uh... I'm sure we would have gotten even for crystal ball. We would have gotten the. I can't comment on any figure that we might be working on. Mm. Uh, you know, although got to give Crystal Ball some credit, he's more likely than some. Uh, he is apparently more likely than Ice Cream Soldier would be. <laughs> As he should be. <laughs> Man, I'll say it till till I'm blue in the face, but Larry made Larry Hama made uh, Raptor a, a a compelling comic book character. So you never know. Maybe Crystal Ball's got something in him too. Uh, uh, Crystal Ball after Tiger Force Tollbooth. I agree. Oh, cool. Uh, Joe Self, Crystal Ball, or Raptor? Which one will be first? I'd, I'd, I'd go for Raptor again. Larry did make him a compelling character, now, a supporting character, mind you. It's not like we, we not like he's uh, propping the book up on his own for six issues, but you know, he, he was at least a, uh, he was at least enough of a kook for, for Fred to hang around with for a while. 
So again, if, if you have questions about uh, anything from today's media roundtable for Racktime Rob, if he's able to answer them, he will do that now. Uh, we got a little bit of time. We're not going to hang around for the full two hours like we would on a Friday, but uh, but we're we're certainly going to take take some time and and get any lingering questions that you guys might have taken care of. If you're not watching this live, go down below, leave us a comment. We'll do our best to to answer that during the week. Uh, Joe Self says, "Can you give us a tease for tomorrow night's team stream?" Tomorrow night's team stream is. Not happening. So uh, we are actually taking Friday off. Uh, I'm I'm out of town. Mark's out of town. Joe's got something else going on. So rather than try and scramble and put something together, we are going to take our first week off since Christmas. So that is a sneak peek, a teaser, if you will, for tomorrow night's team stream. Uh, Hayden says, did they mention anything about accessory packs? Yes, they did. That they did. They, they mentioned that they're a possibility. Nothing concrete, but I want them in hideous colors or I don't want them at all. Uh, Sean Russell asks, what about Saw Viper so he can kill Doc? Oh, and Doc for that matter. Again, aside from Range Viper and uh, Big Ben, they didn't mention any characters that could be coming down the pipeline. Uh, Michael Kleppinger asks, any hint of a last-minute stretch goal for the His Tank? No. Uh, Phil Donnelly says, just stick me in front of the camera with no idea what I'm doing. It's just, it'll be just like normal. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. It's when when uh, when the when the lead host turns heel, you know, you got a good show. <laughs> Uh, Torpedo Mike asks, any feeling they are planning a fan fig a la the defunct Steel Brigade or Frankenstein figure from the Sound Attack era? So, just some generic Build-A-Joe, I guess, is is the question there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Nothing along those lines. Again, that was the type of question where dealing with like a specific character or something like that, they weren't going to answer that. Phil, Phil just gives me the, I'd object, but he's right. (laughs) <laughs> Phil, Phil bringing, bring, making my, my heel turn not so bad that's why with my questions rather than I tried to leave it a little open ended so rather than trying to nail down uh, you know are you going to make a bomb strike you know to say hey are you open to characters outside of you know that hey Hasbro where's my flash yeah. are you open to things outside of that 82 to 86 you know window the Sunbow era if you want to call it that right and clearly with Range Viper and Big Ben, they are. So. Uh, Matt Rubin asks, Big Ben is an interesting choice of characters. Did they go into why they chose him for a figure? No, but I mean, if you look at Big Ben, that's a good looking figure. Yeah, he's he seems to be one that people remember from late in the run. So I don't yeah. think it's a bad choice. And, and the Range Viper, I, I just got the sense that that's one of Lenny's favorites and he's just been itching to get him off the table. Uh, and they said, Scott. wait till you see the design Lenny put together for the Range Viper. Uh, Joe Self asks, since we're going to start getting waves of five figures, how soon will we get Build-A-Figures, or is that something you don't see for the line? I didn't ask about a Build-A-Figure. I know in the past they've, you know, toyed with the idea of doing like a Build-A-Figure road pig or something. But um, That would be incredible. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I, I think with the distribution issues that, you know, right. this, that this line has, that would be monstrous. 
Right. It would be a, uh, it would be a terrible thing to do to us. Uh, although we would we would probably be uh, ooing and aahing over the thing that they the, the build a thing that they put together for us. Yeah. I'd like to see it for some small vehicles myself. Yeah, I mean, build a figure of like a snake, snake armor right. would be kind of interesting. There's not a lot of those big, giant characters in GI Joe, like there are for Marvel. Right. There's no giant men. Like if everybody's coming in a box, then maybe everybody's yeah. got a piece or or pieces for a devilfish. Right. Uh, Doug Dello asked, uh, did they talk about doing any of the play sets when talking about the vehicles? Uh, I, I have a feeling that they might be open to, since they mentioned different scales of vehicles that might come down the line, that they're looking into cost, you know, getting the cost analysis on it and that type of thing. It all depends on cost. Um, that possibly some of those smaller ones, like your your watchtower or your checkpoint alpha type of thing. I don't know if you'd ever see the battle platform or the headquarters. <laughs> they, they'd be pretty massive. Uh, Bjorn Jakob, he's got the right idea. Build a figure games master. Yeah, <laughs> true. With, come with a little, with, Yes, come with a little cocoa. little crushed, sat on cocoa. One of the things that they, they pointed out about the hiss is... The, the fact that it's 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 big, but it's still a piece you can display without it becoming a piece of furniture. Right. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> right. It's it like like I used to joke with the Tie Fighter. Right. All it needs is a little yeah. glass, glass glass thing on the top of it, and it's a coffee table. Kind of a tall coffee table too. Right. Uh, Checkpoint Alpha and Cobra Bunker would be awesome. That'd yeah. Be, again, good choices. Uh, Sean Russell, I feel we're due for another roadblock in Snake Eyes. <laughs> not so. Rob Rob talked about that. Not not so big on the reissues right now. Yeah. Uh, Joe Self says, I'm going to get a lazy Susan for my hiss. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. But yeah, Matt Matt Rubin putting putting the the bones on it. Uh, if if GI Joe wants to build a figure out, they can include a part with each of the five figures in a standard wave, two legs, two arms, and the head come with a figure uh, with more accessories. I, I have to think too. Um, in terms of speaking of accessories, it kind of flashed this idea into my head. What one of the advantages I think that classified has over a Marvel legends, a star Wars black series, they have much more accessories coming with them than, right. than those figures do. If you got, if you start putting build a figure pieces in there, you're going to cut your accessories. Right. I mean, a big obstacle. I'd rather have the accessories. Right. A, a big obstacle for G.I. Joe and in, in build a figure to play devil's advocate to, to something that we've we've already said that we would kind of like to see in some cases. Uh, it makes uh, makes army builders tough, right? Yeah. Like if, if you're doing build a figure road pig and 
his legs come with the heat viper. Well, there's you're gonna have a bunch of big legs out there, yeah. aren't there? So just just a thought on that before we go build a figure crazy or even even build a vehicle or build a yeah. set crazy. Like Marvel Legends doesn't Marvel Legends doesn't have a lot of troops. Right. Right. Not a lot of troop builder figures in they, there. They that's why it was such a big deal when they did those red ninjas with the stilt man legs. Yeah. Like and they, they specifically they, because they, they you can just keep the, adding them on. Right. They were over the moon that they figured out a way around that particular problem. Uh, I don't think G.I. Joe's got that many bullets to to shoot its way out of, of that trap that many times. Yeah, because you've got face it, you have to have a troop builder in every wave. So yeah. Yeah, at least one. Yeah. At least one. Um were there other questions during the roundtable that had interesting answers? What were they, if allowed? I think those were the bullet points that Rob was giving us. I, I basically put put down bullet points and for everybody for everybody's question. I might have combined some just simply because someone asked a question and someone came up with another one was kind of related. But um, right. I, I think I covered basically everybody's questions and and the answers right that they got. It it didn't get presented that way because Rob doesn't know a lot of those guys, so he. he... I mean, shoot, I don't know a lot of those guys, but he's... No, no, I, I, you know, like I said, I recognize two of them on there. <laughs> right. So if if you're wondering what the answers to the other questions were... You uh, got them. That's what we got. That's what we yeah. got. Uh, S. Myers, uh, hello, welcome. What, what's on your mind in chat? Working late tonight. Look forward to the replay. Make sure you, make sure you get a lap in there. <laughs> he's working. So he's doing something. Look, I I feel for okay. Your your lap is waved because I I had to work a long time today too. So no no lap for Sam. Uh, they got is correct. Hey hey, two days left for Project Recall or perhaps Operation Recall. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll take a minute. We'll give everybody a, a maybe chance to get one or two last ones in there. But Operation Recall, as it stands right this very second. Uh, this is the last time that we'll talk to you before uh, before it ends. Uh, they have gotten to the point where it's it's not days anymore on the website. It's hours. 70 hours to go. We're at $265,371. So it is more than uh, made its initial funding goal. We are into uh, stretch goalage. There are 10 figures out of the 19 slated that have been unlocked. Very nearly an eleventh one, which is the the great white underwater troopers, uh, which are my favorite out of the whole run. So I'm thrilled that that's <laughs> going to be uh, very likely a reality. But and of course, everybody, if you're able to pledge, by all means, go get a pledge in now. Let's try and get as much unlocked as we can. Uh, but I think the more important thing is to spread the word. Um, the the number there's 756 backers on this to this point. I think the number of backers. Uh, is is perhaps the more important number to to pump up. Uh, this is going to go to a backer kit, and they're going to continue to collect funds and unlock as that backer kit collects funds. But getting the word out is the important part. We want to make sure that as many people know about this campaign and know about that resulting backer kit because it gets really tough to spread that on for some reason. Like Kickstarter's got a much better, uh, a much better network. You can't uh, add people in the backer kit. Uh, you you sometimes you can. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say that you can't, but it's a lot more difficult because um, essentially Kickstarter gets out of the equation, and now you're just left to your own PR channels, right? So we want to take advantage of having Kickstarter promoting this for as long as we can, 
And that's for another 70 hours. In 70 hours, they collect their money, they take their 10% and they're out. Right? So uh, we want to make sure that uh, we're, we're making full full use of that. I want to get this out to as many folks as necessary. If you've got a Twitter, if you've got a Facebook, if you've got an Instagram, get some kind of mention of Operation Recall up on there very soon because uh, we're, we're running out of time. We had a lot more figures we, we want to unlock. And yeah, Mal- Malcolm Zedek, his, his cadaver concept is in wave one right there at the beginning. That is one of the cooler figures. I like that. It's very neat. I, I, I really dig that skeleton logo design. It's awesome. It should be used again and again and again. Um, if we're all in, do we get additional backer kit unlocks? I believe that is the case, but that is a question better asked to Carson. So uh, you hit him up. He's been all over Twitter the last couple of days. He's been all over Facebook the last few days. Um, so I'm sure he is there to answer whatever questions you have if you tag him in them. But um, that's right. It is the what's on Joe Mindbump. So if nobody has any more questions uh, about the roundtable tonight, we will we'll go ahead and get ourselves on out of here. Uh, but first, we're going to take a minute and give a quick thanks to our sponsors. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. There you have it. That's our good friends at Kokomo Toys. Uh, remember, if you're catching this on the replay and you have questions that, that we didn't get to tonight, uh, go ahead and pop them down in the comments. We'll do our best to, to answer them as we go forward. Uh, Racktime Rob's got, he, he, he's, he's on YouTube. He can answer questions from there. Um, we'll do our best to, to accommodate everybody we can. Um, again, he, he's not going to have any new information, but hey, if, if, if it's something that maybe he missed out, missed out on the first time, um, Maybe he's got an answer. So go by all means, give it a shot. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, remember, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love a little huggy guy. Uh, but the most important thing you can do to help us grow the channel is to watch us on YouTube, like the video there, subscribe to the video, share it in your various social media channels. Uh, we really appreciate it. We are 1,100 strong after this past week. So kudos to us. Yay. Yeah. Self- Self round of applause, standing O, all that good stuff. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good times. It, it's fun to see us continue to to add more folks and and uh, familiar faces in the chat and, and interact with everybody uh, online. It's it's really it's a good time. It's a good time to be what's on Joe Mind, and and uh, it's really because of you guys. So we really appreciate it. Uh, remember, we are off tomorrow. So uh, uh, we apologize for not being here, but after eight months, it's it's probably a good good week to just take off. Yeah, I imagine the news is going to be a slow trickle until uh, PulseCon. Right. I, I mean, after this, I think I think we're 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 out for a bit. Uh, but uh, for our absent hosts, Joe Colton and Mark Weber. Oh, hey, real quick. Yes. I thanks to Hasbro PR for getting us set up in there. So. Oh, we absolutely yes. They ran they ran a good ship. Very much so. Thank, thanks to uh, to the folks at Hasbro PR. Thanks to Lenny and Emily for answering our questions. Yes, as always. 
uh, for being accessible and, and taking as much advantage of what their bosses will let them do as they can. Uh, I dig the spirit of that. We should all try to take advantage of what our bosses let us do to our fullest extent. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for our, our hosts in absentia, uh, Joe Colton and, and Mark Weber, uh, for Rack Time Rob, I'm Mike Gears, Harry. Thanks for joining this special edition of What's on Joe Mind, special edition 78, uh, where we are roundtable rapping with Rack Time Rob. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yo, Joe. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Oh, my God.